welcome to the Church Fails Podcast, where we bring our failures out into the open so we can laugh and learn something along the way. My name's Kay, this is Dylan, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about our adventure as live stream newbies. Yeah, so to give you a little background, Cade and I, um, we work together not only in the church, but in business as well, and we're also brothers. Bet you didn't know that. Surprise! <laughs> uh, we, we've been doing this live streaming thing for a little while now uh, with some of our client work. It's the first time we've done it as a church, and so that was a new experience for us. And we've had a couple of rough patches, but you know, Kate is the lead pastor of the church. Kind of give us a little background into what live streaming has been like thus far. Well, the reason like we hadn't live streamed so far is like we really value the in-person gathering, which I think most churches do. And we weren't like fully sure that we could offer the same kind of experience online as in person because it just takes some, you know, extra work and talent and that sort of thing. So we had to put it off until, you know, good old coronavirus decided to come pay us a visit. Mm -hmm. And then we were forced into it. So I remember like our last service in person before we were forced to go live stream. It was just kind of like, probably just like most churches, it's like, um, we're going to stick to the the in-person, we're going to you know, stick this out. And then like the next Sunday, we're all live streaming. So <laughs> that was us too. Yeah. And so <laughs> Dylan and I were scrambling just to get everything ready and make sure that live streaming experience was going to be a good one. And uh, we've kind of hit some rough patches along the way. It's, it set us off on an adventure. Today was, I think, week four of live streaming. Mm-hmm. And we had some rough patches. Week five. Week five. Yeah. And we had some rough patches today too, which we'll get into that in a little bit. But let's like back up at the beginning of the story and um, let's just go through this this streaming adventure week by week. So mm. week one, tell us, well, leading up to week one, Dylan, tell us like as worship leader, like what was kind of going through your head as far as like, what are we going to do for worship? Yeah. So obviously, since we'd never live streamed before, nobody had ever heard our worship set in a raw setting. Like it always, they'd only ever heard it in the room, you know, and obviously it hides a lot of mistakes in a live setting in a room setting. And so I was a little worried about them hearing every little thing. I wasn't, I don't know that I was super confident in our ability to like produce distractionless worship in a live setting like that on somebody's phone. And so that was probably my first concern. And it wasn't really even a, a pride issue It was more just Like, can we create distractionless worship? And so I think that was the first thing that went through my head. And so the first couple of weeks, we decided to just do an acoustic set with like one vocal and then an acoustic guitar, just as we figured things out. And then uh, we brought the team in later and we'll talk about that. But yeah, it's kind of how it was for me in the beginning. Yeah. And so like we led into week one, it was an acoustic and a vocal on worship. And then everything else about the service was pretty much the same. Like we used the same intro, the same transitions. We still had, you know, a 20 minute, 30 minute message. And uh, week one, we used Life Church's church online platform, which is awesome because they do that for free. Like mm-hmm. what, a, what a great thing. But I think because all of us churches that hadn't been live streaming decided to jump on it like on the same Sunday, like it crashed, like right at 11 a.m. whenever our service started. So we're like back there scrambling. And I'm luckily like I have a texting platform set up for our church. So I was able to send everybody a text message. And we were also simulcasting to Facebook. So I'm like, everybody just jump over to Facebook. You can find us there. And so it was a little bit of a scramble. But I mean, other than that, like I think week one went pretty well. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I don't think there were like any big problems or anything. 
I didn't even lead worship that week, so it was kind of nice to be behind the scenes and help iron everything out on the first week. I had uh, Cade's wife, Beth, and then our sister, Brooke, play acoustic, Beth sang. Um, so we were just kind of back there figuring it all out. And uh, yeah, we didn't really have any big hiccups that week, except for uh, the Life Church thing crashing. But I think everybody's already on Facebook anyway, weren't they? Or most of our church? Well, I, I had like encouraged everybody to go to our website just because like it's just um there's less things that can go wrong whenever you use your website to stream a service because facebook could like shut you down because you're playing copyrighted music and like all this other stuff so Mm -hmm. the text message that originally went out to the church was like hey jump on on our website and then it's like you know five minutes later when nobody could get on it's like hey go to facebook instead (laughs) (laughs) a little bit of confusion yeah there's a good number of older demographic that was already on facebook though because that's what they were familiar with i'm not going to the website (laughs) yep and then you have like your youtube fans too who they were over on youtube and i'm like hey guys we got we kind of need to like come together in the same place so we can all chat together like Mm -hmm. that's the point of this thing so still working that out even (laughs) five weeks in yeah it seems like they're enjoying the chatting though being able to chat during the sermon yeah are they even listening to me probably not (laughs) i'm not what about that chatting during worship how are they singing whenever they're chatting i don't know that's a good question (laughs) i haven't thought that one through so you know i think it'd be cool to actually play a clip of how it sounded for our first live stream so why don't we go ahead and do that here Ooh, all right All right, so that's how it sounded on our first live stream. Not too bad. So let's move on to week two. So since I'm kind of like the... You guys might know me from Collaborate Worship. I teach a lot of live sound training. And so I've kind of taken the reins of the sound aspect of this and making sure that the stream sounds good, which as you guys have probably figured out, like mixing for a live stream versus mixing for the room is a lot different. And there's some things that you have to figure out. So... I've been on this quest to figure that stuff out, which I'm going to release through Collaborate Worship. Once I get our strategy ironed out and know that it works, it Mm -hmm. just takes some time. I'm getting close. But week two, my strategy actually got worse. Like it sounded worse. And that that was the week I was leading by myself. (laughs) So we'll just blame it on Dylan. (laughs) It's because Dylan was singing that day that it got worse. Yeah. But no, it, it was totally my fault. And what I learned is that when you have too much reverb, on a live stream, it sounds extra terrible. And we also incorporated like a pad in mm-hmm. the background that week, and it was way too loud. Way too loud. Which made it even more terrible. So why don't we play a clip of that so people can see what that sounded like. I will not fit for you with me. I've seen this fight from the victory. Yeah, no power of hell can stand against me. All right. So as you can see, week two sounded worse than week one. So we're not really, (laughs) we're not progressing yet. (laughs) So let's move on to week three. Let's see what happened week three. We we got the sound sorted out. We were still doing acoustic then, right? Uh, Were we? Yeah, we were. Because we waited till Easter to do full band, Uh which was our fourth week live streaming. But week three, um, oh, I forgot to mention week two, we had the same issues with the church online platform. Like it overloaded again. And people weren't able to get on, so they had to move to Facebook. So then week three, I was like, okay, it's ob- it's going to take Life Church a little bit of time to get this figured out, which is, I totally get that. Totally not bashing Life Church. I just want you guys to know, like, that that's a killer 
system that they have and they're mm. giving it away to churches. That's incredible. They just had a hard time. And every church in the nation just hopped on it in like a week. So Right. <laughs> Caused all kinds of problems. Yeah. Totally get it. But I uh, have a web development background. I've been in digital marketing for a long time, started out as a web developer. So I was like, I'm just going to kind of build out my own solution for the website um, just so I know that it works because we're a small church. So it's not like thousands and thousands of people are going to be tuning into our live stream. You know, it's like 50, 50 people or so. And so I was like, I know that our website can handle that. I built that out on our website. Lo and behold, my chat solution didn't work. Bummer. So people could watch it, <laughs> but they couldn't chat. <laughs> so, oh, there was also like lots of skips that day because I think our internet was... Was that the first time it did that? Pretty, It's the first time it was really noticeable. Yeah. Like, you know, just like with any live stream, there's like a skip here and there on the other weeks. But week three, it was just like kind of out of control. Mm. So that's what happened week three. But it wasn't even the worst. <laughs> but it wasn't even the worst. <laughs> week four, Easter. Yeah. The, the Sunday of all Sundays. The Super Bowl of all Sundays. <laughs> and the first time we had full band, which was really cool. Probably uh, a little nerve-wracking for you. Yeah. Tell us what you were thinking. Well, we, Cade and I, we discussed it quite a bit the week before and bounced around is it really worth it to do it? And we were going to be over the 10 people a little bit to have the full team there and then the tech team that's required to make the service happen, which we were really okay with because everybody that was going to be there was going to be essential to making it happen. But um, he, Kate basically told me, he's like, this is probably just going to be an opportunity for you to talk to the team and say, this is where we take it to the next level. Because like I said, I was worried about, are we going to be able to create distractionless worship? And I have an incredible team. But like I said, there's a lot of things that are hidden in the room that we just kind of say, like, oh, it's good enough, you know. But like when it comes to live streaming, those things were going to be prominent and we needed to fix them. And so I took Kate's advice and I just sent out an email. I was like, hey, guys, here's the thing. I'm not super confident right now that we can create distractionless worship on the live stream. Do I know that we can do it? Of course. But it's going to take a little bit of extra work and it's going to take a little more work on y'all's part during the week, practicing on your own. And so I laid out a plan for him and we met for rehearsal the Wednesday or the Thursday before and we recorded our rehearsal, the last run through we did. And then I sent them the, the recording with notes saying like, this is where you could improve your timing for our drummer. This is where you can improve this for our guitarists and just things like that. And then worship in terms of like how everything flowed and how it sounded like it was really good on Easter. So there wasn't really any problems with that, which I was super grateful for like they totally killed it yeah but, i agree like the yeah. team stepped up to the plate it's mm -hmm. awesome yeah for sure but uh in terms of streaming that's another story <laughs> so so yeah I, I, even the audio was on point like i spent a lot of time at the church you know we we recorded some tracks using the x32 so that i could do some virtual sound checks you know after the band's rehearsal i went to the church got things dialed in and i learned some things like that compression is really important with the live stream like way more important than it is like mixing in the room so I, that's some stuff that i need to write up for collaborate worship because i've always taken this stance of like only use compression if you absolutely need it which is mainly on vocals turns out you also need it on the kick drum and the snare and like all this other stuff whenever you have a live stream or else like one kick is like buried in the mix and the next one's like you know way in your face and like all this kind of stuff so got all that sorted out though before easter the band actually it sounded really good like on the live live stream especially for our first time having mm -hmm. full band so let's show them what that looks like or what that sounded like In this chat, the 
I think it sounds pretty good. I mean, maybe they should, maybe they can message in and tell us, you know, that wasn't so great. Maybe we're just... <laughs> <laughs> we thought it was pretty good. <laughs> we thought it was pretty good. Hopefully you would agree. But so it's going, worship is going. It's Easter Sunday. We're excited. And uh, our video thing that we're, we're using something called Switcher Studio, you know, where you can use your iPhones as cameras and you can also like bring in your slides and stuff from your computers and uh it's that's what we've used for years like for our client work and it's always been great but sometimes it doesn't like whatever's going on with your wi-fi environment and it decides to start getting all jittery and i actually noticed that right before service started that it was starting to get all jittery i was like oh no lord please (laughs) let it hold on you know (laughs) and and it held on through worship and then all the video froze up every camera like it just all froze like i don't know like five minutes into my message my yeah. Easter message. And I was the one to deal with all of it. <laughs> but Yeah, and so I'm up here like trying to deliver a message and like there is all this commotion going going on in the room. They're taking cameras down, they're moving around and they're talking to each other and I'm just like trying to stay focused and I was like, do I, do I even keep, am I talking to nobody right now? Like that's what was going through my head. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't give him any sort of signal. I was like, oh, we'll just let him keep going. I don't want to distract him. <laughs> so I really wasn't sure if people were still hearing me or what was going on, but Luckily, the audio kept going yeah. strong the whole time. Yeah. So you guys actually had a good solution. Like there was still one feed that was working and it was the feed coming from our computer that runs the projector. So mm-hmm. they were able to throw like our slide logo up, slide. our logo slide for our church, but people could still hear me. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> luckily service went on, but it was just, it's a bummer that that happened on Easter. Our video died, but audio kept going. Yeah. And uh, what we learned is to give Kate a signal so that he's not super confused. He, he looked like he was going strong. Like he, he wasn't bothered by it at all. But well, that's good because that's not what was going through my head. <laughs> so it was good practice for me to learn how to keep going. Yeah. Even with all the distractions in the room. I think you're like, oh, can I get a thumbs up next time or something? <laughs> well, I learned through that, like whether they tell me or not, I'm just going to keep going and pretend like everything's okay. Yeah. Regardless of how much commotion's going on. It's like, hey, we thought it was good. We wanted to hear you finish it. <laughs> Us that were in the room. <laughs> So that was, today is actually Sunday afternoon, and so we just got through with the service not too long ago, and we were actually going to record this yesterday, and I was like, hey, Dylan, let's just wait so we have another Sunday to talk about. So today was week five, mm-hmm. the week after Easter. We got some things to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> and I was hoping that I could get on this podcast after today and be like, man, we got it all figured out, and it went perfect, because I spent some time... Uh, with Cox, our internet provider, spent some time on the phone with them, and we tried some solutions. I tested this thing like four times, and I even tested it during rehearsal this morning, and it was great. Like we had the issues figured out. Stream health was good; it was being consistent for the first time. And then it's time to go live for service, and it's the worst it's ever been. Stream health, choppy, 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 choppy. Lots of buffering, lots of breaks, so much that there just people are like, I don't, I don't even know. What Cade was talking about, you know, <laughs> skip like three paragraphs. Well, I heard worship was, it wasn't too choppy, so that's all right with me. 
<laughs> I don't really care about your sermon. No, I think your song was the best, actually. So figures. Yep. <laughs> you are But it still sounded pretty good today. So, I mean, pretty much like it was last week because we got that stuff figured out. So mm-hmm. our main issue right now is we have to figure out how to get consistent, like, internet connection. Like, we have great, great speeds. And, like, you'd speed test it, and it's great. I think what's happening is, and the Cox guy confirmed this, is everybody and their dog is live streaming right now. Like, not just churches, but people are live streaming their video games and, like, FaceTiming and, like, all this stuff. And Cox is just having a really hard time keeping up with the demand of that. So what we're saying is if you're gaming on Sunday morning, you need to stop. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> because yeah. we need it. <laughs> we need everybody to get off the internet at Sunday mornings at 11. Especially Pu- if you live in Owasso. <laughs> Today's public service announcement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, other than that, though, it went good. And our solution for what happened today, like it, it was bad enough that like people are just like, I'm just going to have to listen to this later. So what we're going to do is this evening here in a few hours, let's see, it's 2 o'clock p.m., right now and then at 7 p.m. tonight we're going to restream our service so that everybody can jump on and we're going to do that from my house where we are right now up in my office because here we have fiber internet which is way more consistent than the internet we have at church unfortunately fiber is not available at church so that's super bummer it's in an old part of town yeah what can you do so should go well tonight hopefully yeah (laughs) We will see. So we're just going to take the video. Luckily, our live streaming system, like it records the video on the device that's live streaming. So um, we can just take that video that's consistent. Like the skips and stuff aren't in that video because that's before it hit the Mm -hmm. internet, you know. So it's going to be smooth tonight. Thankfully, we have that. Yep. All right. So that's the story. Um, Hopefully, you were able to laugh with us along the way. We also want you to learn something, though, and hopefully you've learned some things because we gave some pointers throughout there. But I want to, before we get off this podcast, just talk about the top three things that we've learned so far. And I would say number one is like Wi-Fi and internet connection are everything when it comes to live streaming. No doubt. And we're still trying to figure that out. I would love to give you all kinds of wisdom right now. (laughs) We just run a big Ethernet cable from your house to the church. (laughs) Let's see. That's like 15 miles away. Yeah, just hanging out the car window. Have Beth hold on to it. What's the max length (laughs) on an Ethernet? (laughs) Probably not that. (laughs) Probably not that. So, I mean, you're going to be... Unless you just live in a great place of the city where you have fiber internet, you're going to be fiddling and, and testing things and trying to get it all sorted out until hopefully... It takes you less than five weeks. I mean, we're still working on this. Maybe mm-hmm. next week we'll have it. And what's funny about that is next week is actually what looks like to be our last week of only live streaming. Mm-hmm. We'll be able to have people in person again the week after that. But we're still going to continue live streaming because we understand with the coronavirus that not everybody's going to be comfortable coming to church right off the bat. But, you know, it would be just convenient for us to get, it, to get this all figured out by the time we're done mm-hmm. meeting it. We know there's some people that are probably thinking, like, why don't you guys just pre-record everything and then stream it from your house? True. But we want to keep doing this after people come back. So we need to figure it out now so that we can have a healthy stream whenever everybody's back at church. Because we obviously can't pre-record it then, you know. Yeah. That's our reasoning for that. Yep. So we've always been thinking long term. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, just the pre-recording thing is great. And a lot of churches have been doing that. Yeah. But like you said, we just want to keep doing this 
And obviously, we can't pre-record our services and have people in. I mean, I guess you could play it on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like we've looked at just the result of live streaming the last few weeks. And I mean, people are being reached that we weren't reaching in our building, you know. And even if it's just one person, we feel like it would be worth it. So that's why we want to continue doing it afterwards, even though we've never done it before. But yeah. Yep. We definitely see the value in it. And I think it was a Carrie Newhoff post that we read not too long ago that like even further helped us see the value of it being kind of like your front porch to your church, the live streaming thing. Like people would like to see what's going on in there, you know, from the window before mm-hmm. they actually come in. It's like, ah, oh, that's a really good idea. So that's kind of the theory that we're going to be testing. Obviously, nobody can like come to church right now because of the coronavirus, but. Yeah, maybe we'll have people that we've never seen before show up because they've been live streaming this last few weeks. You know? Wouldn't that be super cool? Yeah, that'd be cool. We'll have to talk about that in a future episode. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that was the first thing. Wi-Fi, internet, or everything. Main things we've learned. We're talking about the three. The second one is, and I told you guys this, be careful with reverb and pads. <laughs> if they're too much in the live stream, it's just going to sound terrible. And then the third one, this one actually comes from Dylan. Don't be afraid to simplify the music until you are able to provide a quality uh, sound with the live band. So uh, like if that means an acoustic guitar and one vocal because it's simple to mix, then go for it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I think people are still enjoying worship just as much. Like they obviously missed the band, but um, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. So, And I mean, luckily for us, things went well whenever we brought the live band in. Mm -hmm. But let's say if it didn't go well, would we have kind of taken a step back and gone back to acoustic the next week mm-hmm. to give us some time to figure it out. Yeah. And if, uh, you know, if this team hadn't have stepped up to the plate, which I knew they would, like I was confident in, in them to do that. But if they hadn't, that probably would have been an opportunity to say like, send them the recording. Here's why it wasn't very good, you know, and give them some examples and say, let's work on it for two more weeks. And we're going to do a couple more acoustic sets so we can work on it behind the scenes. And then we'll come back and try again, you know, so if that's what you have to do to get your band on the same page, then because they're going to miss it, obviously, but I think they'll understand if you need to take some time to work on it. True. All right. Well, y'all, thanks for listening to the podcast. If we had one thing that we would ask you to do after these podcasts, it'd be to subscribe. Um, we understand that failure in itself is, is kind of hard to uh, live through, I guess, or Maybe you get stuck with failure. You don't want to talk about it because you're embarrassed. We've both been in that place. And I mean, there's still times that I'm like that. But with this podcast, we were hoping to just kind of like blow that out of the water because failure really is just an opportunity for us to step into, you know, God's best for our lives. You just, you just learn from it and you move into something better. So, and it's hilarious. It is. (laughs) So hopefully by laughing at us and seeing that we're not perfect and, and seeing that Cade, the, mixing genius of collaborate worship still makes mixing mistakes by putting too much pad and reverb in the live stream mix gives you some hope so thanks for tuning in be sure to subscribe so you can hear the next episode and we'll keep bringing our failures to you in the future <laughs>